All right. Hey, everybody. It's Richie and Wes. We are back. <laughs> I'm going to like surprise you there. I was like, ah! I forget that we're on video. This is our first. You guys are our, our virgin video call. Yeah. <laughs> we are here with the X Reads podcast uh, hosts. Uh, our friend Chris and Chandler are here. And we are doing our very first video and audio podcast at the same time. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Pleasure to be here. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. It's always fun hanging out with uh, Richard Witch and Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're, we're glad to see you. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, well, Since, I mean, like, the two of us have seen you together. <laughs> Conventions have been closed down for a while, so we haven't been seeing y'all. But in the meantime, actually, you guys started a podcast, and uh, it's called X Reads, as I mentioned. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit up front, and then we'll get into our celebrity shade, we'll get into our nerd news, and of course, our sex topic of the week. It's a very personal sex topic this week. It is. It is. <laughs> it is all about your friends, and if you have watched their homemade porn. So I know Chris said he had an answer, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what all of our answers are at the end of the show. So let's start off with you guys. I mean, you have uh, an amazing podcast called X Reads, and you've had some awesome guests on the show. Of course, we're both huge fans of the X Men and yep. all of that. So, what made you decide to start a X Men podcast? So, yeah, we started this X-Men podcast in 2019, pre-pandemic. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many X-Men podcasts that started during the pandemic. So right. I always feel like this is now a precursor. We're pre-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, I had heard of this podcast called The Day with Dateline, which is just two girlfriends that were just recapping episodes of Dateline. And I was like, this is so much fun, great energy. I can do this. We cast and I called them Chris. I was like, you want to read? Vintage issues of the X Men and just you know riff on what's going on in the story and what they're wearing and everything. And said, sure, so that's how we launched the podcast, and it's we just had our fiftieth episode because we're we're bi weekly, so we're not. Oh, nice! But uh, yeah, we just had our fiftieth episode, really landmark uh, special guest, we had a legendary artist named Bill Savage. Um, so it was it's been a great run so far. Well, congratulations. Yes. Welcome to the podcast family. Cheers. Yes, we're pre-pre. <laughs> you know, we, for some reason, collectively forget how long you've done the show. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the wine that we consume during each program. Mm -mm. Oh, my gosh, I forgot my wine. No. How could you You know that, that is mandatory for the show. It's like the most important part of the show. <laughs> to have a, a sermon for me one somewhere. Sermon somewhere. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'm so excited to be doing a podcast, you know, like, I love listening to you guys uh, over the years, and now that we are doing it ourselves, you know, it's my favorite hobby. Like, I now, for, for the excellent fandom, I just live eat and breathe it. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. So we get to, you know, geek out over all of these amazing vintage comic books with the creators. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think for anyone growing up reading the X Men books, to be able to talk the to the creative team behind it and get more insight into like what was going on with them when they were doing it, and you know what they were trying to say with the stories, I think that's really mm-hmm. awesome. So you guys have had a lot of uh, impressive guests, but if you had to pick, who would each of you say was maybe one of your like favorites or one that you were like? <gasps> Oh my god! I can't believe this person is talking to us. Because that's how we feel anytime anyone talks to us. We're like, oh yeah, because we talk so much about <laughs> celebrities. We're never going to have any guests. <laughs> this is a really hard question for me because, like, seriously, all of our special guests have been so phenomenally memorable. I particularly loved um, just a name that pops into my head: Card Walbert, who uh, was the voice of Emma Frost on. Next. Ooh. It's very recognizable. You look over IMDb. It's <laughs> like a huge, huge <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, my, my favorite special guest, uh, first of all, Kari Walgren was incredible. She, I think that was one of the most fun episodes ever as far as the recording experience. And But the one that I was like super excited about was uh, a writer named Baby Nisiesa. And he wrote some of the just most iconic X-Men storylines that I read while growing up being very kind of affected by X-Men as a young preteen. So to have him on the show was kind of a big landmark because he shaped my fandom for the X-Men. So it, it, it was really, really big deal for me. That's awesome. Okay, who's your favorite X-Men? Mine is uh, Kitty Pride, or now she's going as Captain Kitty Pride. Yes, Kitty Pride is my favorite, or Shadow Cat is another alias for her. Mm-hmm. And for me, I would have to say Emma Frost, hands down. I <laughs> love her. She's a fashion icon, and she <laughs> from no one. Or can we say the, the curse word? You can literally say oh, anything yes. on the show that you want to, yeah. We're a big, we had a big <laughs> E next to our title, so it's fine. Explicit. <laughs> this cost us uh, many uh, merchandising <laughs> and <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> For like we will never be allowed on network television. <laughs> who gives a shit? Who, who cares? But isn't that the great thing, though, you guys, about having a podcast is that you are completely in control and you can do whatever you want? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a rhetorical question. But... <laughs> the thing is, like, we experiment with things too. Like, we do uh, live chats with different members of the fandom community, and they show us their collections, and these people are living all over the world. Uh, and we incorporate a lot of things into the platform. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to ask, like, I know for us, when we first started, we knew that we were going to integrate social media and, you know, we we're going to try to ask our audience questions and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but we didn't quite have our format. You know? I don't even remember how our first we just run of episodes were. drank wine and li- randomly talked about things. Was it even structured? <laughs> It's been like five years now. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really remember exactly how it was. but So I was just curious how, how if you guys kind of started with something in mind or if you just, you know, like us, just winged it. <laughs> 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 I'll something. Usually I'm the crazy one with the hair, brain, schemes, and crazy ideas and, you know, 
oh, we're going to do something wacky. But this time it was Chandler. Chandler was in love with this uh, podcast idea. And I was, I, we both love the X-Men. And we have this, you know, chemistry together because we have this friendship that has stood the test of time. Uh, so we just, you know, it doesn't seem like work for us. You know, just like with you guys, you probably... Uh, during your podcast uh, history, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. Yeah, a very unorganized mess of fun, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as far as like, the format goes, uh, Chandler, like, you know, can speak to that because I feel like I'm more along for the ride. <laughs> sure, yeah, I mean, we, the format kind of uh, matured as time went on. We, you know, uh, I think we didn't have any sort of sense of what we were doing. We just kind of went for it. So That's um, reassuring to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I would say by the fifth episode is when we started like our theme music. And then probably by the eighth episode or so, we got our format as far as like we have, you know, one of our intros and then we've got this, you know, that we go through the episode and we've got these things called ad alerts that we break down the advertisements that's in the comic book. And oh, cool. I think by the 12th episode, we added this segment called kind of what was happening in the era. So we talked about what the top film was in December of 84 or the top song on the Billboard charts of December of 84, whatever, whatever the comic book was published that we're covering, the era, that, or as far as the, the date that the comic book was published, we talked about what was happening in pop culture, kind of setting the scene so we know kind of what was at stake. Yeah. That's so much more mature than ours. I love that. We were like, let's throw in a sex question. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, as, as things go, as we progress, we evolve and we incorporate new things and we try things out and we just continue to have fun. That is what it is all about. And um, I know for us, like our next adventure, we want to start doing uh, actual in-person live shows. So we'll be at kind of like the back room of the bar or, well, the back well, alley of the bar. That'll be after the show. Yeah. Meet and greets. Uh, but but uh, actually having like live stage shows. Uh-oh, we lost Chris. So it's going to... Yeah, so it's gonna. So I was gonna ask you: Is there something you sort of have in mind for like? Mm, this is gonna be our next phase for X reads. That's a good question. Um, we've also talked about doing live shows at conventions, in particular. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. that's our core audience. So doing this is, I think, much long term. But to do a, to do a live show in front of a live audience with special guests would be really fun for us. Um, we've talked about doing like a, an all-stars kind of episode where we bring back a lot of a number of the special guests we've had because they either know each other or they would get along really well. I think it'd be really fun to have like a, a reunion, so to speak. But as far as like, that's kind of long-term goals. What's as far as what is next for the podcast, I think is just to kind of continue on the format that we have for the next 50 episodes or whatever and get to 100. Um, but what I would love to see, I guess, is just more what we call these kind of interactive events. We do panels for Comic-Con. I, I hosted this uh, cast reunion for X-Men the Animated Series and kind of, kind of branching out of just whatever the podcast is, but Chris and I being more X-Men personalities in pop culture mm-hmm. and then drawing more people to the podcast. That's kind of the next goal. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Love it. Uh, personally, my goal 
is I want to do more dramatic interpretations of dialogue. Yes. I'm going to get to read a podcast. I'm loving it. I'm all about it. Yeah. We can't wait. can check them out on the x reads podcast go over now tune in subscribe and catch up on it they only have 50 episodes so you guys can catch up on that in like what three hours yeah y'all have a time now <laughs> two days a weekend who knows what is time anymore? <laughs> celebrity shade yes so we're going to rip through, and we want your honest opinions, you guys. Okay, so first of all, to even explain this first item of Celebrity Shade, we need to ask you if you remember or know who Courtney Stodden, the teen bride, is. Let me take you back about 10 years. God, it's been Circa that Circa 2011. Shit. Yes, it was, because this was when I was still working in entertainment That's news. right. And I remember her because we had to cover her because it was this huge story because this 15-year-old girl named Courtney, well, sorry, uh, they go, but uh, they consider themselves to be um, uh, non-binary at this point. So I'm going to right. refer to uh, Courtney as they uh, as we go forward. But um, Courtney married at 15 a 50-something-year-old actor named Doug, Doug Hutchison. That's what, yes. Who had been in a few TV shows and movies. And like, it's, it like a while ago, though, right? Like, I don't even like know 70s, how many 80s, money. right? It was, well, she said he didn't. We'll get into that later, but. So this became a huge, huge story because at the time he had just been in something. And yes. and so he was kind of like a actor that people could be like, oh my God, I saw him on SVU or whatever. Yeah. Um, and hit her uh, Courtney's mother signed off on the marriage. So a lot of the story, and I remember covering this and I was so grossed out by it because our our perspective of the story was always focused around Courtney because Courtney wore ridiculous outfits. Yes. Tiny, tiny, and a very, you know, voluptuous figure mm -hmm. and clearly wanted, you know, the kind of attention that Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian and Britney Spears yeah. were getting from the paparazzi. And if you remember again, a decade ago, before we really hit where we're at with social media, paparazzi was really everywhere and stalking people. Literally, yeah. Starbucks and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Courtney really became this like huge, almost Adam Cole Smith esque type situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm hmm. And I remember, you know, certainly, you know, in my reporting at least, and trying to 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 just make it about okay, well. Here she is. If there's going to be pictures, there are pictures. Let's not make comments about it. We don't need to sit, you know. Yeah. We don't need to make any kind of comment about her uh, or, or about Courtney. Um, so now 
10 years later and and this is also you guys don't remember this because it was really gross like they had they had courtney go onto national tv and did an x-ray of their chest oh my god i forgot about that to prove that they didn't have surgery yeah that's right this and was then a they world and her and the husband went on this weird like media tour and it a lot of times you could tell that she was definitely on something she did like her yeah, eyes were going places very, her jaw was really yeah. slack clearly there was other things going on um which she's where they've actually come out and revealed recently um to everyone's so it was just a weird sick sad it was situation a very like, bizarre like tabloid 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 this was the kind of stuff that when i was i remember working at you know these supposed entertainment sites where i was like why are we even reporting on this you know, he's sort of famous. He's been on one TV show. Uh, <laughs> but the reporting was just ridiculous. And everyone treated Courtney as though it was really her fault, including Chrissy Teigen, mm-hmm. who um, a lot of receipts have come up about Chrissy yeah. recently, about and her really being and... a Twitter bully. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys know who Chrissy is. Do you follow her on Twitter at all or... I do not follow her. I do know who she is. Yeah. I it's so funny in the industry, but I, I haven't found her to be a bully, but I, I have seen her trending on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. She. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's so funny because on our podcast, we <laughs> celebrate people's birthdays and randomly she, Chrissy Teigen popped up. And we brought her up, and, and we had a special guest, I think it was Anna Senti, that her. <laughs> and we were all like, yeah, Chrissy Teigen, she was born this year. And we are like, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very challenging, but more importantly, she is the face of many memes. Yes. She is. Yes. Yes. That is this true. meme face, which is, which is how I, I know her for the most. I don't know, I mean, other than being a model, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Really what she's, she yeah. She's, she's a model. model. And she hosts the Lip Sync. Yeah. She's like well, when that was actually happening, but before the pandemic, yeah, she was the she's host of the Lip Sync Challenge. Yes. And she is genuinely funny sometimes, but I mean, she did have a reputation for just kind of attacking people in a very mean way. She did apologize today. Did you see that? Oh, she did. Well, because basically the thing is, like, Courtney was an actual 15-year-old who really wanted attention (laughs) and had clearly a bad home Mm -hmm. and was clearly groomed by this guy, and he also drugged her up. So all the media attention... And comments from people were about what a slut she was. Literally. What a horrible person yeah. this, you know, teen bride was, as though somehow it was all Like, let's fault. just not, let like, completely negate the fact that there's this creepy old man next to her, and mm-hmm. her mother signed her off to this creepy old man, mm-hmm. and that she's clearly on drugs on camera yeah. in this interview. And, no, and, and who's allowing this to air? So many things. Who was so, the one that came up with doing an X-ray of her chest? So many I mean, fucking things. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess uh, Chrissy publicly and privately bullied her. I guess slid into her DMs and said she should kill herself and blah 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 blah. blah. It was really deep. So these all resurface as things always do lately, and I'm pretty shocked. Not going to lie that. This is probably one of the best and sincere celebrity apologies I've seen because typically mm-hmm. it seems very PR driven and 
they'll post like in a notes app and bam, it's on Instagram with some flowers around it or blah, 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 blah. No. She said, not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bullshit <laughs> in front of the entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I am ashamed and completely embarrassed in my behavior, but that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. I've worked so hard to give you guys joy and be um, beloved, and the feeling of letting you down is nearly unbearable. Truly, these were not my only mistakes, and I'm surely it won't be my last one as hard as I try, but God, I will continue to try. I've tried to connect with Courtney privately, but since I publicly fueled all this, I also want to publicly apologize. I'm so sorry. Um, you were a child. I hope I, that you can heal now knowing that I'm sincerely, deeply sorry about what I said. Um, and she said, I'm so sorry I let everyone down. I will forever work on being a better person than I was 10 years ago, one year ago, six months ago. And Courtney, oh, this is new. Uh. Courtney replied. She said that she accepts her apology. She forgives her. Um... And all of me wants to believe this is a sincere apology. Um, but, you know, it's hard to not feel like it's a public attempt to save her partnerships um, with other brands who are realizing her wokeness is a broken record. Wow. So there we go. You were going to say that Courtney Starflat said, sorry, who's this? <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> that would have been rockin'. And um, Courtney did an interview where she had a, mentioned all this. That's why this, all this came up. And mm -hmm. she brought the receipts with the DMs. Yeah. And I will say that having read the interview, I think you saw part of it like online or something. Right? Oh, yeah. No, I watched the whole thing. It's very clear that uh, Courtney has been through therapy and has gotten a lot of help with the situation uh, that they have been in because the way that they talk is as though there's been work done. You yeah. know, when someone is talking about... And continuing about, work. Yes, but when someone is talking about what ha happened, mm -hmm. where they were at, what it taught them. Yeah. That's very different than, than being like, Chrissy Teigen was mean to me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm wondering for either of you, as, as we kind of look back at, you know, like Britney and the way that we really used to put the lens on these celebs, are, are you kind of looking back at anything and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people were flipped out about this. Okay, yes. so receive your question. Uh, I was saying like with Britney and some of the looking back at the, especially the way media treats young, young, uh, women. Um, is there anything that you have sort of looked back at recently and you were like, like for me, do you remember that Miley Cyrus cover where she had a literally a blanket on or whatever? And everyone's like, Oh my God. I was like, even at the time, I was kind of like, what? And now I really like, well, how is that Miley's fault? Like, that, they put that <laughs> right? on the magazine cover. And you know what? Like, compared to what we saw on the Grammys. Yeah. With, uh, you know, Cardi B and Megan Yeah. With that wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think people have been so harsh on, on young women for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's changing, and I don't think it's really improving. It doesn't matter what they do. They're always trying to be something, and someone's always trying to put them down. So, Meanwhile, a male's doing the exact same thing, if not worse, and never ever being put in the spotlight for it. 
I think it's changing. I think that the younger generation is being taught more empathy. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, younger people, but there's still a lot of old people on the planet. Right. <laughs> Well, but I think it's also a lot easier to look back and examine things than to in the moment because it's happening, you know, um, you're in the storm. You you have a hard time sort of stussing out all of the things that are really yeah. going on, right? Mm-hmm. All of the elements that are actually happening. Like there, there are a few times now where I could say maybe I've gleamed a little bit of wisdom over my, you know, few years very few years on earth, but, um, in those like 16 years, I (laughs) occasionally someone will kind of like try to pull something through and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, here's what's really going on here. You know, or I'll see something in Mm -hmm. in the media or in the news where I'm like, but why do you know? Like I question the whole construct of it. Yeah. But you don't, it's hard to do in in the moment for sure. What's next? We should... Okay, you guys, you have to remember the Army Hammer story <laughs> in which he DM'd people about killing and dismembering and eating, right? And drinking yes, blood. It was a whole. And not only DM, but people came forward saying that these things were spoken about in person, these things actually happened, there was cutting involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was convinced it was fake. I thought, there's no way this is real. This is not... It's, it sounded like one of those, like, 90s, like, star magazine. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. It sounded like one of those 90s, like, star magazine, like, headlines along with the Bat Boy and everything else. Like, Army Hammer's a cannibal. No, no, no right? way in hell. Yeah, it sounded absolutely ridiculous. But people brought receipts. So, as it turns out, the movie that he was supposed to be in with what? Jennifer Lopez? Yes, correct. Uh, Josh Jamel got the role, who's now recently on that Netflix series, Jupiter's... Ascending. Ascending or Jupiter's Legacy. No, I'm like, no one made a sequel to that goddamn movie or any kind of spinoff. That's what I wanted to call it, too. Jupiter's Legacy. Thank okay, you. I'm all, no, Jupiter's Ascending has descended. No. <laughs> that so is Josh, definitely not yeah. happening. So Josh Jumel got this role in place of Army Hammer, but apparently in getting the role, felt really bad about it and personally reached out to Army. Mm-hmm. And was just kind of like, hey, man, so got the role. I don't like getting roles like this. I'm sorry about everything that's going on with you. I really hope you could just, like, you know, get all this stuff settled and, like, move forward. What? Why would you publicly get straight fucking white men are the devil? I'm so sorry, but it's just ridiculous. I'm like, why would you... If you want to do something like that, first of all, I'm questioning your character. Secondly, why would you admit this in an interview? As if you should just say it and then people can just accept it. And This man wanted to literally remove right. a rib from a woman yeah. and eat it. That's fucking gross. Why would you even reach out to him? F- fuck his role. Fuck him, and now fuck you (laughs) for even remotely trying to coddle his feelings about missing out on a role. 
So sorry, bro. You're going to miss out on a couple million dollars. Yeah. Would Would you feel... That you don't need. Would you feel any responsibility at all to reach out to Absolutely him? Absolutely not. I would have already blocked him on all, on all kinds of networks to begin with. I sent an, an email apologizing for getting your role because you're a fucking disgusting human being. No. I'll be damned. You guys, how much do you want to bet Ryan Murphy is going to write this character into American Horror Story in whatever the next season is? Oh, absolutely. Starring Army Hammer. No, no, no. Oh, my God. He's so <laughs> He doesn't have blue eyes, does he? <laughs> And, Ryan, and his hair's not that dark, so no. Just like Army, but this time he's gay. So yeah. So the gays get to be the more. That's a whole other celebrity shade. Don't get me started. Mm. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you that just like all of Jennifer Lopez's movies, it's going to be it's terrible from the beginning. It is. Although I can't tell you how many times uh, I've seen Mother in Law, that that's just on. And I only watch it for oh, the Monster Jane, in Law with Jane Fonda. Monster yeah. In Law. yeah. I only watch it for the Jane Fonda and Wanda Sykes parts, but yeah. Those are the best parts, and why wouldn't they be? Every Jennifer Lopez movie is terrible. Then they're all the same. Kind of like Halle Berry movies. Like, I'm like, she's all, Halle Berry's gonna lose a kid, J-Lo's gonna be poor, and then somehow magically have a Cinderella situation. Or she's gonna be like a badass, like not really shooting people, but finding her strength, and then all of a sudden, boom. So, I have to say, in defense of Jennifer Lopez movies, there are a few gems. Have, have you seen the movie The Cell? I have, the yes. It is great. The psychological world. Not to mention Anaconda. <laughs> Oscar award-winning, Golden Globe-winning Anaconda. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I also love Enough. I do. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was when she started becoming a badass. <laughs> and I loved Hustlers. I have not seen Hustlers yeah, yet. Seen that one yet. Yeah. But I heard it's very, very good. In her defense, she has some gems in her collection. Oh, no, I love Jennifer Lopez. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. Selena. <laughs> Selena, yeah. Yeah, I never saw that one either. You never saw Selena? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We'll just keep talking, and we're having a lot of technical difficulties for this episode, y'all. Um, remember in the beginning when we said we were doing a video? That's not Someone's happening. sabotaging us, first of all. Yeah, Your not- iPad won't turn on. iPad won't turn on. My MacBook's battery record. is not working. His MacBook wouldn't work today. Is Mercury in retrograde or something, you guys? No, it's fucking Beyonce. We've talked about it for yeah. five goddamn years. Yeah, we've talked shit about Beyonce for the so The Beehive's long. finally actually <laughs> getting our asses today. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, let's just segue right into it. It's time for nerd news. Yes. Chris, did you see the Venom trailer? Oh, I saw parts of it. I didn't want to sit through the whole thing. I'm okay, guys. Like, I'm so horrible. Like, I kind of want to look, but I don't want to look because I want to be surprised yeah FOMO and I don't want to miss out but uh, yeah they released new trailer and it, it definitely went viral it was on many people's news feeds yeah I still have not watched the first one the movie? It, it wasn't available for like streaming or anything. Oh, that's right. And I'm not sure if money. it even still is. I think it no. might be just available for fucking purchase, which is so weird. They want money. 
I mean, yeah, that's not weird. But I'm just like, I'm not like gonna buy this movie. No. Or watch it on YouTube. It was terrible. I mean, the, U- the YouTube <laughs> cut. Oh, okay. I'm all... was terrible. And the movie itself was not a great. But the YouTube cut made it a lot, like, significantly worse. Oh, God, I can they had imagine. To kinda, they had to kind of cheat it a little bit where they were speeding parts of it up. Uh-huh. Or they zoom in on something and then zoom out. So, like, the, the yeah, that's fucking YouTube tricks. I can't. So yeah. horrible. <laughs> Chris, did you see the first one? I didn't see the first one because I think with Venom, it's in the pile of movies that I'm going to one day have a marathon of all of the little titles that I missed, like Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I just I see Ant-Man and see Ant-Man 2. Is there a three? I feel like there's a Wasp in there or something. Uh, That's no, the second the one. The second one is Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm going to have a marathon one day, you know, uh, me and you guys, Chandler, we'll all have to get together after the pandemic. <laughs> well, I've seen both Ant-Man movies, oddly enough, because I'm not the movie person. And I actually enjoyed them, which is also very odd, because I don't like movies that much. <laughs> yeah, Richie Rich has a very short attention span. Extremely short attention span. But oddly enough, Ant-Man and the second one really kind of kept things going. They were fun. And were short and fun, and I could deal with it, so... And we have Chandler back. Chandler, we're currently talking about Venom. The trailer just popped out, and we're wondering, have you seen the Venom trailer? I have not. No. Have you seen Venom 1? I vaguely remember seeing Venom 1. Venom is in a lot of superhero movies to me are what we call lame movies, where I watch them on airplanes because I don't have time to go to the movie theater and see them, and I'm often flying for my my business and so I'm stuck on a plane for 10 hours and that makes I sense I jump on all these movies so I probably watched it in between naps mm-hmm. accurate representation yeah yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's a quality of the movie yeah for me we're always saying that we're like the TV is just on so it's like ah, uh, yeah like that was probably in the background one day. yeah now are you guys big Fantastic Four fans Big Fantastic Four fan? I would say no. <laughs> Anyone? Right. I'm like, I think that ship has sailed. No, I actually, I don't even know a big Fantastic Four fan, but I, I mean... But I, they keep trying to make these goddamn movies happen, so they're out there somewhere. Four, <laughs> apparently. Now four different movies. Yes. With yeah. the Fantastic Four. And three different whole, like, situations. Yeah. It's very odd. It's very confusing. Yeah, I mean, I like them. I, I, I enjoyed the first two movies. I didn't see this third one with Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. As Mr. Fantastic or whatever that was. You missed nothing at all. Yeah. Everybody says you're not going to so I'm not going to waste my time to watch it. So, yeah. I sat through that, and it was horrible. He keeps making this big deal, and it's coming. It's coming, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this is in demand. I think an X-Men movie is in much more demand than Fantastic Four. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for Emily Blunt to be... <laughs> She is not going to be Sue Richards. <laughs> Absolutely she not. She's made that very clear. Yes, it. Emily Blunt was very blunt. She said, <laughs> while she did like Iron Man a lot, superhero movies are not her thing. They're not going to be her thing. And she just doesn't like them. <laughs> so I guess there's this big Twitter fandom thing going on that has now s- snowballed into thinking that they're putting out feelers for her to be Sue. And she was asked about it and was like, no, that there are no talks. I'm not going to do it. 
that was a Twitter rumor that got that got out of control. I so, like how she just smashed it though. She's like, yeah, she's like, no. Platform to say no to that rumor. Right. She's like, I'm not doing anything superhero related. Deal with it. And next question. I don't understand why there's such a push for it. Because John isn't. He as Mr. Fantastic, there's kind of something appealing there, but Emily Blunt as Sue Storm is not like. I don't get it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there was. Look, if you're going to do another Fantastic Four movie, at least listen to the fans, bring back fucking Jessica Alba. (laughs) <laughs> that's who everyone loved she was terrible and the movies were terrible in my opinion they but really that's were. who everyone loved they lo- fucking loved her in I will say that I, I actually loved her as well it was so stupid and then it, it was what it was but it was entertaining just bring her back just bring horribly her back. entertaining as far as like probably <laughs> not the re- not the reasons that they wanted it to be entertaining but <laughs> happens sometimes Oh my gosh, you guys, we just heard about this Demi Lovato UFO series that's happening. Ooh, spooky. What's in it? So it's about UFOs. She's doing, she's exploring UFOs in a new docuseries. Talk about headlines I did not think I was going to see in 2021, but here we are. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know where to go with it. I'm still processing it. It's just like a passion of hers? I don't... I, I have questions. No, we were just talking about how annoying she is last week. It could totally be a passion for her, but it reminds me of like when Zachary Quinto started popping up on all the National Geographic shows. Like, Wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. This was a thing? Oh, yeah. So celebrities doing these types of programs is totally like the in thing. Is that like an in-between projects type thing? Like, ah, oh, they'll pay me ten grand, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm so confused yeah, by all it's this. It's her passion. Probably also no lines to learn, maybe or whatever. Maybe it's just more natural. Like, oh, do I just show up and I just? Yeah, you know, eh, fair. You know this hippo? Okay. I just talk about the time that I saw you have. Um... <laughs> What's funny is I was actually just looking this up the other day because I mean certainly there are UFOs like mm-hmm. there are unidentified flying objects but the whole alien shit and whatever but have you ever thought to yourself now that we have cell phones everywhere and everyone takes TikToks of everything Thank you. why don't we have alien spaceships on video on live stream on why is that Fair point. Good question. We would have seen this. Right. Oh, yeah. So the answer basically was that is why you don't see more because (laughs) the events that people see or think that they see are unidentified, but they're things that can be explained. They're lights floating off of something Mm -hmm. or what have you. Um, The mysterious one that I saw was maybe like a couple of years ago. In the sky, it just looked like this giant rocket, and there was a big stream of smoke. Oh, yeah, I have a video of that. <laughs> oh, dear, I have a uh, camera, too. Yep, I have a video, and I was like, I'm like, okay, guys, well, this is the end, and I'm going up with the aliens. Fuck you all. This world sucks, and, then and I'll like, see y'all on oh, Mars. That's a piece of a saddle. It was here. like something random. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty, though. <laughs> They're just more explained now. What? Yeah, I. 
I had my Carl's Jr. in my hand and I felt like a 1950s like alien horror movie. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was in my room like being like, please take me. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. I'd still do the podcast from Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to be on this fucking planet anymore. <laughs> well, it's the, you know what? The aliens are out there, and this universe is way too big. There's got to be alien technology that cloaks them, or they just stay far enough away where they know how to hide. Yeah, they're way more. Yeah, they're far Ooh, too they're smart. No. They don't care about us because we're not important. Or you consider the fact that there are like billions and billions and billions of planets and we have yet to encounter any other life whatsoever. So again, it makes you begin to question the whole construct of everything as it is. Oh, you know what? Would it be cool if what like... What are we on again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, we talking about sex yet? Yes, actually. <laughs> it's your favorite part of the show. The sex question of the week. That hurt a little bit. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Not prepared for that. Okay. Yes. Oh, go to the our Instagram. Oh yeah. Go to Twitter. You have to be the you have to be the poll guy. So we asked on Instagram and on Twitter at Richie and Wes if you're not following us on social media, which is ridiculous because you listen to us every week and we tell you all these crazy stories. Exactly. If you're not participating. What's the fucking point? So (laughs) we asked if you have ever watched a friend's homemade porn. And the poll currently running on our Instagram. 64% said yes. To my knowledge, we have not received any videos. People are really slacking on the videos. It's very disappointing. We were getting a lot of them for a while. It was it was extremely entertaining. It you was, think it, it was great topic, fan feedback. Right. With this week's topic, it would be appropriate. You dropped some links, something? To, right, to send us some videos. But anyway, a, a large majority of our audience has definitely watched Friends Homemade Porn. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to turn it over to you guys and ask you at the same question. Have you ever watched a friend's homemade porn? So I'll go first. because I was about to say, Chandler, you go first because I've been on the edge of my seat the entire episode wanting to know what this story was about. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I know. Chris said he's got a story, so I'm just going to give you the, the boring answer, which is no. So you don't end on a boring uh, No! I've never seen a friend's homemade porn, no. So, on to Chris. <laughs> no, it's too like, you know, with me and Chandler, we're polar opposites. Like, I'm the spicy one, and it's the sugar. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely, like, you know, as a gay man, I, and with the advent of cell phones and having, you know, video on your cell phone, you know, that's kind of like the locker room talk. You know, people showing each other like, oh yeah, this is my video. Oh, but the thing is, a lot of people have OnlyFans. Right. So it's just like, what do you think of my camera techniques? You know, and it's just like, all right, well, here's my advice. <laughs> You're like, how was this transition? <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, it's just like I think you know, people showing each other that to brag and rock and talk 
setting um, is of the past. If I don't think it's appropriate behavior as of late, you know, if, if somebody else that's in the video doesn't have consent, you know, to be seen, mm-hmm. and it's a home video, then it shouldn't be seen. You know, so we all have to like keep that in mind and be respectful. Now, if both parties consent, say, yeah, you know, this was a wild night and we had a lot of fun and we like showing up and we're exhibitionists, so why not have a look? Go ahead. Yeah. And that's a story. Chris, I love that you brought that up because uh, consent is something that we consistently talk about mm-hmm. on this show because no matter how like wild and freaky you are, and that's totally fine with us, because um, I answer name. yes every week anyways, but but the, the whole idea is like it's not hot if the other person is not into it. No. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. And I would definitely agree. If both parties involved in taking the video are like, who cares? Post it on X2. Post it on Twitter. Who gives a shit? Then I think that's totally fine uh, to share. Um, But if it's a situation where it was supposed to be only between the two of you. Richie Rich, what about you? (laughs) Um, Yes, actually. Um, Recently, actually. Um came across two old co-workers on Twitter who have OnlyFans. Oh. Was not expecting that whatsoever. I do feel like OnlyFans has opened it up, too. It definitely has. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's there. If you want to see it, uh, it's $5. And then was actually... Was actually Googling a potential new hire, because I Google everyone's email addresses just to do a, a light check to see if, you know, anything's weird. Yeah. And bam. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Was not expecting that. Very impressed. And I'm not going to comment on the situation any further. <laughs> but that wouldn't disqualify them necessarily. No, not necessarily job. at all. Right. Although <laughs> That's I suppose, why I said I'm not going to speak suppose, on that any right. further. <laughs> I suppose in some circumstances it might. So as I have told many people and I have advised and counseled many people, do not go by your real name. Do not use your own email address. Don't use your own phone number. Get a Google phone number. Get a second phone or something, for Christ's sake. Like, come on. Create an alternate identity. Yes, don't use your own normal handle as your porn handle. No. If I have an OnlyFans, which I don't, it wouldn't be rich and rich anything at all. It'd be something completely random. Right. Are you saying that there's a secret one out there and it's something completely random and we have to guess what it is? There is not, and if it were, you'd never even... It'd be like a series of numbers or something crazy like that now. Yeah, no. Or just I ask mean, me, I'm pretty I, open. I mean, or, <laughs> alternately, if you do not care about any of that, you know, as far as potential employers mm-hmm. or what have you, like if I'm the opposite, if I did an OnlyFans, I'd be like, hey, here's the link on my Instagram right now. <laughs> um, because I think that that is totally fine and totally acceptable, but mm-hmm. I also am not really yeah. in a position where that's going to re- work against me. Very know? true. What am I going to do, run for president? So I, mean, <laughs> I have my own company, like a gazette. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've definitely seen a friend's porn mm-hmm. uh, for sure. In fact, I did get one. I didn't even ask you what the answer was going to be. I did get one. Yeah, you know it's going to be yes. Uh, I did get one today that I'll show you after this. <laughs> I'm done. Uh. 
So yes, I have. I think that's totally fine and totally acceptable as long as it is can I show you and I say yes. I will say over the course of this show and the fact that, I mean, I think we're both very sex positive, but over the course of this show, I mean, on our Richie and Wes Instagram, yes, send us unlimited dick pics and videos because we're going to show each other and talk about it on the show. But on my personal accounts... I have not said that. And I don't necessarily want people to respond that way. Yeah. Although I guess I could see where they would be confused. But true. Still, but still. like especially like don't text me a video. <laughs> I mean like, hey. Like I did not ask for this. Yo, and I got phone storage like, saved. Let, let me ask for this. Yeah, apparently I have phone storage issues as it is, so shit. <laughs> and the upstairs neighbor is laughing as well. Let's laugh. Even Marcel chimed in. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! We are so thankful uh, that you are here and that you put up with all of our bullshit and technical issues. And we really liked having you on the show. We hope you had a great time, yeah, everyone. You can uh, follow them at uh, the Xreads Podcast. All the links to their social and to their podcast will be in our notes. Yes, we do have notes for the show. That's where you can also find We're all of our organized. codes for our product sponsors. We can save money on everything from jeans to skincare devices. Yeah. So we've been around the block. And, and everything in between. We Underwear. Don't, we don't promote anything unless we can save people money. Exactly. So there you go. Find X Reads in our notes as well as some other goodies. And that's all for now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And until next time. Goodbye. Bye.